We are live. We're back. <laughs> back after a little week uh, hiatus. All in on high school sports. Kurt Valenti along with Jennifer Valenti. How are you? I'm good. Good evening. What do you think? I'm out. <laughs> it's high school sports. We're, we're, we're starting. Let's go. You know, this is, uh, it's go time. You know, I spoke with a coach today, an assistant, one of my friends from Ramapo High School. He's ready to go. Game scrimmage this week, opening up next week. And um, I'm going to be honest, this is like a part where I miss coaching a little bit. You know, like that first week, that first game, getting ready, even though it's it's obviously different than anything we've ever experienced when we were coaching. But you miss it a little bit, you know? Of course, of course. Like you said, when the uh, the start of a season, you know, that first game, I miss my pregame speeches, you know, before a game. That's me as my, my favorite. I'm going to be honest, yeah. as an assistant, I didn't really have to worry about that. So it was like, you know, <laughs> checking the X and O's and what do you got ready to go. But that part, um, you know, that part I didn't have to do. So explain what we got going on on the show tonight. Uh, we are going to kind of discuss the state of the fall high school sports, what's been going on in different districts and around the state a little bit. And then we actually have a unique perspective. We talk to athletes, we talk to athletic directors. Um, tonight we're going to get a parent perspective, one of my good friends that I work with. Her son has been featured on the show, Dina Barjol, is going to join us at about 8.30 and give us the parent perspective for some of the things um, going on in you know high school sports in 2020 as the mother of an athlete. Looking forward to it. Uh, all right, so let's start. Um, again, speaking to an assistant coach today, you know, a lot of people opening up next week. So game scrimmages this week, opening dates next week, but not for every school. All right. There's been some setbacks. Okay. A couple schools have had to postpone. Uh, I don't want to say suspend, but postpone for now their season because of the COVID. Right. right. And, um, by the way, our, our guy, Frankie uh, Bafuco, saying nobody better than you guys. Oh, so nice. Thanks for thank the you, out. Frankie. Uh, I bet you he's pumped up. I mean, oh, I know no, he's pumped definitely. up. He was him and his Milburn guys were awesome last week. Yep. Uh, two weeks ago, I'm sorry. Two weeks ago. And, of course, we'll have them back on. But, um, you know, it, it's a little setback. But I'm going to be honest. I'm glad how they're you know we're not in a panic and everyone's not folding you know just like today in the NCAA you know Notre Dame I think there was like 16 people they suspended their game canceled their game this week at Wake Forest but everything else goes on right and you know it, it seems like that's what's happening not just with athletics but also like in the school districts you right. know where Trying to learn to exist with right. this and, you know, get back to some state of normalcy. And I do think the more acceptable way of handling things now is, like you said, instead of, like, throwing us reeling into a panic, it's we deal with what's happened, where it's happened, and try to shut down for two weeks and then try to try to reconnect. Right, and so, Frankie's saying he's making a great point. He made this. I know he made – he was adamant about this two weeks ago, saying keep stressing to the public that the kids should be leaders. No parties, no large gatherings, and keep the course. And he's right. Yeah. You know, like – because we, we can make it happen if right, we do. Right. You know, and these kids playing is so important and they want it so badly. And I think he made such a good point that, you know, athletes are held to a higher standard. You know, you're representing your school and, you know, they really have the ability to set that tone and be good leaders and, you know, have they everybody do. follow and, suit. And, you know, it's not going to say like they were given a gift or given this, but 
they were given this opportunity because mm-hmm. it was very, very easily they could have said no sports. Right. But you know what? It's like they entrusted them. They they want to move on. And you know, especially like you're a senior and this is it. You know, this might be it for them. They might not play college ball. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Like you're saying, hey, do the right thing. Stay on course. Don't worry about that other stuff. There'll be time and places for that. Hopefully soon, right, sooner right. than later. But it's a listen, small, a small sacrifice right, right. now to make. And, you know, I think it was Frank two weeks ago who made the point of you know ask a spring senior you know if they could go back and if they could absolutely make, not that they were making if they were put in a situation and knowing that they had to miss their final season you know what would they do to get it back and I think again that those, this is a small sacrifice for them to make um, and I think he really wants to drive that point home with his athletes. And, of course, athletes in all high schools. Because, really, it's not just going to affect you. It's going to affect now that we're getting into the season. It's going to affect who you're playing. You know? so of course. Even though that team might not have to shut down, especially in a game like football where you play once a week, you know, you're going to miss that game. And what is the, the residual effects of that could really, you know, hinder a team. So, let me ask. I'm going to put you on the spot right here, okay? <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're a head coach. You know, like, real quick, what are you telling them? How do you tell them? Like you're right now, you're, you're talking to the public. Like we're we're talking to anybody watching the show, and you know anybody in Jersey high school sports. What do you say? Um, you know what? I think a lot of coaches that we've had on and athletic directors that we've had on have hit the nail on the head. I think if I'm addressing my team uh, and my program, then I'm saying to them, um, it's within our control. You know that we have decisions to make. And that's going to dictate what happens for us this season. So it is on you. You know, even prior to a pandemic and COVID, I would have that type of discussion of with my team. You know, but now the circumstances are so gravely different that I hope that it would really hit home for them a little bit more. But something along those same lines and let's control what we can control. You know, and let's make good decisions. Let's be the leaders. Let's make the right decisions. I mean, I think it was some college campuses where some football players were kind of like, being mindful of other people, like because they don't want other people's bad decisions outside of their program to impact them, and I really I admire that. You know, it mm-hmm. means that much to them. And I, if you're making those decisions yourself, you don't want to be impacted by people who are making bad absolutely. decisions. Absolutely. You know what? Hey, like you said, your leaders. You know that you're listen. Like you're saying, you're the athletes in the in the building. You're always looked upon by other people. You know, do the right thing. You know, like I said, hey, you got this chance. You nailed it when you said. A baseball player, a softball player, you know, track teams and everything in the spring where they were, they didn't have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You got this opportunity. You know what? Run with it. Do the right thing. Worry about the other stuff later. Right. Make the most of it. You Absolutely. know what? You know what we're missing now? I'm serious. You know what we're missing right now? What's that? What would be nice next week or in two weeks is when we're doing the show live, we're wearing Melbourne sweatshirts. <laughs> You know, poor Frank always gets poor Frankie. You know, medium, me, you. small, medium. It'd be nice though. You know, he hooked me up when he was in Carney. I had my Carney hoodies. I mean, you know, let's 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 see. It'd be great representing Milburn. You know, but um, all right. So um, again, the three schools. There's three. There might be more, but I'm saying right now there's three. That word came out. The suspended. Good programs. Very good programs. Um. Again, hopefully it's you take your two weeks, right? Go forward, and again, I, I'm just I'm so happy that it's just not like everything is just not with this craze that oh my god, there's gotta be all football can't play and soccer can't play and track, like, listen, like we gotta learn to deal with it. 
because there's there's nobody no one knows when it's gonna fully end so hey work through it continue on do the right thing and hopefully these three schools and whatever other school does it hey they bounce back and you know what you get to it listen like i said we're gonna get into the postseason plans and all that stuff later on but you know the number one thing is that they play you know and it's it's if you got to push it back a week you push it back a week. We'll get to that later on. We'll make it up whenever. But, you know, get these kids on the field, get these coaches on the field, and get them to play. You know, the the timing now becomes, um, especially given the, the season is shortened, right? The um, opening is, for most sports, is that October 1st, October 2nd time. And they finish their regular season, like, first week of November. So they do have that shortened season. So now, you know, you have a team maybe that got suspended play for two weeks so now they just got back into preseason now they have to be shut down for two weeks so how much time i guess some of the things that have dean to be is saying out. yes agreed <laughs> which we are our guests in a little bit absolutely the uh the question is how much time when they come back do they have to allow to kind of reacclimate to right you know conditioning and you know there's all of your you know preseason rules getting six practices like to how you know I'm not, how will that be adjusted, you know, as the season goes on? But I'm going to be honest, like, personally, I, I think, I agree with you. It's not, um, what's the word? It's not all rosy. Like, it's not, okay, this is it. Hey, but if you take, it's either going to be like that oh, or not play. Of course. I'm I taking playing. Of course. I'm taking playing and we'll make the best of it however we got to make the best of it. You know, one of, one of the things I've enjoyed as we've spoken to coaches and players is kind of getting their di- and athletic directors is kind of getting their different perspectives and you know it is you know the players wanting to play but really seeing the the coaches and then that that team camaraderie and then even speaking to Frank and how like you know he really how much he cares about all of his sports programs you know what it means to an athletic director to see all of those kids out there participating i remember when i used to go to preseason in montville for field hockey my athletic director used to say that he hated the summer because you know the fields were empty yeah. you know and then he loved when we all came back for preseason so you know it really you know you're an athlete you're a coach you're a former athlete you're an ad you're a former athlete that's you know, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to be part of. All right, so. ne- next topic let's get into is um, the fan situation. And I know that, um, again, speaking with uh, one of my friends today, um, he's basically saying it's more of like a uh, like a school. Like a, like, like a school makes a decision whether mm-hmm. you want fans. I mean, obviously you can't have, you know, 2,000 people going into a game, so it's going to be a limited amount of fans, whatever, 60%, 50%. And there's some schools that have already said, we're not going to have fans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some some people are saying they're going to stream the games live. It's something we got to get on Blackjack. I mean, hey, <laughs> He's got I love to be on site. You know, Black, <laughs> Blackjack, where are you? But, um, you know, seriously, though, you know, it's there's no right or wrong answer. I think it's it's a school decision and it should be the school decision. And I, I think the same thing is going to happen, that it's – a decision it could be a decision a decision that can be altered as the season goes on depending on circumstances um you know and again i we had frank on two weeks ago and he said that he was going to strictly adhere and if people weren't you know abiding by whatever restrictions they have in place you know they they weren't going to stand for that because yes we want the players playing yes we want families and friends and students to be able to enjoy it but we of course have to continue to think of safety right you know we've watched two weeks of nfl and you're used to you know whether it's seattle or these places where it's just insane and 
you know, it, it doesn't look different. Of course it looks different. But you know what? It's it's football. When it comes down to it, it's still football. Mm-hmm. You know, like those guys were saying, uh, they were asking Big Ben uh, with Pittsburgh, and they said, how is opening night in Giants sta- in MetLife Stadium? He's like, it's insane. Like, you got people usually screaming at you here. It's like, it's eerie, you know, but. I like what he said, how he could actually hear the coaches. Yeah, the other, the yeah, other team, you know? yeah. And, and you know <laughs> what? Be like so it's going to be like just, that. Yeah. I mean, some of these high school stadiums, like, they're they're crazy. And which is a great thing for high school sports, but you know what? Again, the end of the listen. That's why the schools are going to make whatever decisions they want to make, and that's on them. But you know what? It's hey, it's again, it's either it's no fans and playing or nothing at all. You're going to take no fans and and playing. Right. So and I feel like you know when the return to play plan was released initially that. It was really about the social and emotional well-being. As much, of course, they want the competition back, but the the what it means for these kids to play and for their mental health and their social and emotional well-being. And I, I have to agree with you, and I think that anybody we've spoken to, no one has had any type of gripe about the plan, you know, uh, with it allowing the kids to play, and that's of the utmost importance. And I think people are willing to adhere to any guidelines because it's allowing them to play oh we got a comment from jill ann oh, and i know yeah. who jill ann <laughs> and jill ann you know what we're down absolutely. she's saying we, let's talk hockey and you know what we're we, we will listen absolutely shoot the text tomorrow we'll set, <laughs> it, set up, it up get the boys on no, we'll get the team we'll on meet at sharkies. we'll meet at sharkies <laughs> outside you know outside of course and um we'll set it up but we're, we're in you know absolutely we're yeah. in and um Forgot that the boys, they're ready to roll, you yeah, know? That's like, good, that's good. Hope their season gets uh, underway as well. So let's set it up. Oh, we're, we're down. We're definitely down. But, um, you know, and, and see, here's the thing. Again, because both, we both work in schools. I mean, obviously, you're a teacher, so it's more like you see that side of the uh, – she's saying, okay, yes, tomorrow. <laughs> All right, let's set it up. But, um, you know, is that – how do you think as a district, now you say, okay, we're going to allow – I don't know. 500 fans to a game on Friday night. You know, is it more now? Okay, you're going to have security. You're going to have, is it going to be, what kind of staff is going to be there? You know, again, no, like that's where you cannot play around. You know, like you're saying, the the strict rules and what Frankie's saying is not even if you're a player, you're going there as a student, you're going there to support your team, follow the rules. Mm -hmm. You know, like if it's social distance and it's six feet or 10 feet, whatever they're going to have the stands, that's where you go. You know, like, what do you see from a district side, again, more as a teacher with aspects to that? Well, I mean, I guess, you know, again, we have to be socially responsible. So I guess any district that is implementing those things, like you said, extra security, you have to have things in the stands themselves, marking spots and keeping distance. And again, we've seen it happen at the college level, you know, yes, yes. And you know what? They've set a good blueprint because Mm -hmm. it's, it's worked. There's been, they've been you see the people in the stands it appears that they are adhering to and again i i hope everyone is of the mindset of you know what we're happy to be here just like the athletes are happy to be playing we're right happy to be here as of course. spectators Th- think about so it. i do my best to listen adhere. people yeah. love going to to all these games you know like whatever fall winter sports they mm-hmm. love it you know like that's a big thing hey i'm going to this game and you know what you now they now have a responsibility to to do what's right, right, right. Yep. you know it's true. for that's everybody okay. yep Athletes you know, and fans, so definitely. you know, we're saying just the athletes, but everybody in the school do the right thing. Hey, again, it's not going to feel 100% normal, but 
Anything is better than nothing. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm looking at that. Agreed. Um, and then one more thing let's get before we get to um, our guest tonight. You know, the NJSIA plan, I, I have a couple of things I, I want to ask you. Rob saying the Titans had eight fans yesterday. <laughs> eight fans? That many? Oh, uh, that many? No, that's the Jaguars. Jaguars, full capacity. But, um, you know, they're, they're talking about the postseason. And I think this has kind of been a topic where, you know, again, we're all saying, hey, it's all great. They're playing, but now it's what's at the end. You know, I think they've said no trophies, no technically no state championships. But listen, you're competitive, I'm competitive. Mm -hmm. Everybody's here is competitive. You know, where where do you go? You know, you have a six. I'll just take football, for example. They have six a six-game season. And I want to say it's plus two the way they're going to get the bracket. I, I think it's kind of like not. Based on where you're right, at. It, right, right, right. It's more, it's more a location. Mm -hmm. So what are you? I mean, there's a scoreboard, right? Right. It's going to be in the paper. You want to win. You're going to win. So, right, there's going to be a clock. So, you know, that's the good, bad. What's your opinion on that? Uh, again, I think we have to keep in mind that the goal this season is – Again, to get the kids, give the kids the opportunity to play. Um, of course, we all want to play for And you know what? You still approach it as this is our season. We're going to play to win. So even though there's not a, you know, quote unquote championship banner that we can hang, you know, we're still going to go out every game, do our best, you know, expect the best of ourselves, have goals, and play every game as if, you know, we were going to qualify for a state championship. You know, I think that that's the mindset that you have to take and hope that, again, but realizing that the, the bigger picture here, you know, maybe it's a good lesson. You know, I'm highly competitive, right? Mm -hmm. And I played on some very good high school teams. I played on some teams that weren't so good. But you know what? At the end of the day, you know, it's not it's not about those championships as much as I love them and I'm proud of them. It's about what I learned on the sports field and how that has helped me in my life to mold who I am and carry my work ethic into everything that I do. So I think it can help us paint that bigger picture for the kids. That might sound cheesy and cliche, right. but it might be a good opportunity for us to kind of reiterate that as much I, as I love hardware and my rings and my, my memories from that, you'll still have good memories. Of to course, see but, but it's hard. I mean, you know, we're looking at our age and, you know, we've played coach and stuff like that. And by the way, I'm going to get there's a a, a, big, a, a a spring sports rumor that um, one of my good friends, Mr. Uh, Neely, saying. We're going to get to that in a second because mm -hmm. he sent it to me the other day. I'm, I'll read it out. But, you know, you're still telling that. You're telling that to a 17, 18-year-old kid. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? It's still it's still a little different where, like you're saying, the big picture is, hey, they're playing. Mm -hmm. But... I think, again, I think it's a life lesson, you know, and I think that you have to convey that and set that example for your team. And it, and again, at the end of the day, as much as, you know, especially in any program, of course, the goal is to get to that state tournament, win that state tournament. But again, I think this is a, a great lesson at bigger picture. I really do. And I think that as a coach, I would have to set that example for my players. All right. Here, here's a question where is it kind of a member old school where you know, you didn't have all these tournaments and stuff. Is it kind of like we were joking around with uh, when we had uh, Hank Gola on and it was like 
there was rankings. You know, is it kind of, is it going to be like that? And is that a bad thing? Because now it's, okay, you're team A, I'm TB, you know, and- We were both undefeated. We're both undefeated. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm saying, okay, uh, this team's better than that team. You know, they may never play. So it's kind of like, it's like interesting, like a college poll, but how is that going to trickle down? Because- you know, you, you, you may never be able to play that. You may never be able to see that now. So, you know, it, does it have its pros and its cons, you know, where, I mean, like you say, everybody yeah. we're saying, we're just happy they're playing, but. Well, the con is, of course, that you feel like, you know, listen, I played last year. This is my senior year, and I got I mean, gypped out of that opportunity as a senior. So that, that's definitely a con. Um, you know, but again, the pro, and I think, but I think everybody is hopefully heading into this season with the understanding that we're lucky to be playing. Let's make the most of it. But again, it's, you know, do you just say you go, oh, well, again, we'll use football, 6-0, and that plus two games, are you a state champ? Are you putting up a state champion banner? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. You know? Yeah. I don't think you can, personally. I don't. It's like uh, UCF declaring themselves the national Oh, champion. that's different. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's a little different. But, you know, but again, how do you think about it? And, you know, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, but that team, they were 8-0. You know, you know, like we're just saying the team goes 6-0. and they, They're plus two. Now they're 8-0. It will, it will always, it'll, you know what, it will forever be a question mark. You know, it'll be the fall season with an asterisk next to it. It will be. And that it's unfortunate, but it's it's the situation. But it's still it a is. special season. Yeah. You well, know, it's still a special. Special to the students, or you mean or no, special? No, like, I'm saying a, a, a special of, to that team. I mean, if I'm coaching a team and that oh, team's 8-0. and Of course, yeah. You know what, I'm going to consider myself, I'm going to consider our team some kind of champs. I mean. Well, I disagree. I'm not going to consider myself a champion. I'm going, you know, again, depends how what plays out with the the tournaments. I don't want to speak to in, in each individual sport what they're going to do. But if there's no legitimate tournament, there's no legitimate section, right? And you're playing two postseason games based on your location. I, I think it's difficult to call yourself a champion. Can you be proud of your accomplishments that season? A hundred percent. But we're not in North Two, Section Two. Rob Neely saying yeah. Scott Frost, baby. That was the uh, UCF coach. <laughs> Beat my Auburn Tigers, by the way, that year in the ball. He wrote national champ. Yeah, hey, they exactly. got the banner up. They got that banner up. But okay, but let me ask you this. All right, again, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate tonight. Oh, I don't know. You no, 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 I am. <laughs> You're you're gonna have an NBA championship in a bubble, right? Mm-hmm. One court. You're not home. No, you're not playing in LA. Not playing in Philly. Not playing in you know wherever. That team, whoever wins that, whether it's Miami, Denver, Boston, or the Lakers, they're getting that trophy and they're gonna say well, they're NBA champs. I think that's a little bit different. I think you can. There will be an asterisk next to the 2020 season in the NBA because you did have the bubble and because home court advantage was completely null and void and I think was evidenced in these playoffs. Plus, you had a hiatus during the middle of the season, which teams that were playing with momentum, I I just think there were a lot of factors going on that impacted the restart of the season, the location, all of that. But they were still playing the same teams. Like there was nothing, they didn't change who their opponents were. They didn't change the style of the series. You know, it was a bubble and yes, home court advantage was taken away um, 
in most respects, but um, I, I think it's a little hard to compare. See, the two. I, I, I disagree. I, w I think that, again, maybe like we're saying, there's no sectional champs, so you're not sectional mm -hmm. champs, but whatever they are going to call it, I think if you are the last team standing, you are the champions of something. I mean, why then play it? Well, again, you know, think, again, maybe I, it's not a state, a I state think, championship. But I think that I think that you lose the ability to instill in your players the love of playing the game for playing the game. Oh no, no, that, no. That, that's you know, the, I'm that not saying that's be, my number but one. That it but... has to be that it that you have to be a champion of something at the end. You are proud of what you've done. You are proud of the work you put in and watching it come to fruition. Working as a team towards a common goal. You know, there's so many things. And again, that they might not feel the fruits of their labor at the end of that season without hoisting a trophy. But you know what? They will recognize. Okay, so that. then let me finish down the line. You know? Okay, so then should new like NJ.com come out with a, you know, field hockey top 20 in the state? Well, but here's the thing. You have the top 20 in the state before the state tournament begins, so why wouldn't you? You know, you could, you could say, you could argue that those have no basis throughout the season. I mean, technically they do have no basis throughout the season. I mean, a lot of times you feel like those are so fictitious as it is. But, like, I mean, I don't think that that needs to stop. You know, but again, do you crowning yourself a, a group champion is just probably not going to not going to work <laughs> nearly oh throwing nearly throwing some some bombs out tonight he's throwing <laughs> some bombs i'm not gonna get into that comment but uh, I know that it story. didn't work nearly it, she knows it didn't work <laughs> didn't work still lost didn't work but um real quick so you know that that's the only thing though i'm saying is you know i i don't know we, we we tend to disagree. We disagree on that. Listen, if you're playing, you're, if you're you're continuing to play, you're still gonna have somebody at the end, right? Was the last dance that champion, the last dance champion, who was it, Cranford? Right, but that that's different. That was a legitimate tournament, you know. So it's not necessarily that wasn't NJSIAA sponsor. They are not the NJSIAA tournament of champions champion. They are the last dance tournament champion. So. Yeah, uh, I know. Not, not. We're gonna disagree listen, on this one, and that's. But you say you're playing devil's advocate. Six teams you're, you're in. Giving, you're giving Kurtz. You uh, play your opinion. six. You play your six <laughs> games. You play your plus two. You're the last team standing. You're the champion of something. I don't know how you want to word it. I don't know. You want to get rings? I can oh, tell you this. You're the champ. You know what's funny is that I am highly competitive. When I tell people that you're more competitive than me, they have a very hard yeah, time well, believing it's true. it. Listen. <laughs> Listen, you're not playing it for, uh, you know, because you have nothing else to do. You're playing it to win. And you're it's some kind of tournament. You can still so play to win. You can still play to win and not have to have some well, made-up trophy it, for it. It's you not made-up trophy. You you're not getting the trophy. You you're the, the champ. Put up a banner. You have the opportunity to teach your student-athletes something bigger. Okay. That's all. <laughs> this is we deal with this all night long. <laughs> Wait till next week. Snap, at the, wait till this way. Next week at this time. Snapshots of the dining room table. Um, <laughs> all right, real quick. Two minutes. Our guy Neely. There's a rumor going around that baseball will be four and a half weeks, nine games plus a tournament of some sort. What's your thoughts? Oh, Zoli, you play to win the game. Yeah, you. Nobody said you don't play to win the game. And nobody get a banner, Zoli. Zoli, we got a lot to talk about tomorrow. To wear a belt, he's saying. A lot to talk about tomorrow. But what do you think about that? 
Four and a half weeks, nine guys. Is it way too early to start getting into that? Uh, you know, the what? Spring we've, thing? we've had this conversation before that, um, you know, I, I, again, these might just be ideas being thrown out, but maybe it's a little early to solidify something without knowing things change so quickly with the um, status of things that, you know, do we really want to make, you know, I'll use the – the Big Ten is an example. You know, do you really want to make, though they made a timely decision, but a decision that they reversed, you know, so do you really want to make some type of right. decision this far out? Um, and again, I'm hoping those kids get the opportunity to play as well. And by the way, um, and and by the way, you, uh, we got to get Zoli because we can talk a little field hockey. Uh, is it lacrosse? Lacrosse. lacrosse. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got the same thing. But at some point, though, we can yeah, get a little, uh, a little, little lacrosse as well. A little yeah. lacrosse. His daughter plays for my former club team. Yeah, I don't even know if he knows Jersey that. Thunder. I don't even know if he oh, knows I'm that. Not sure. I'm not well, you're sure. breaking yeah. the news to him right now. <laughs> but we see the pictures on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, that's something down the road we love to do. So, you know, it is what it is. We disagree on that one. Would you wear a belt? Like a WWE belt that says, like, you know, Coop 2, no? I prefer a ring and a trophy. Oh, you can't get You don't want that this year. <laughs> no, are you, I thought you meant oh, in general. He's saying go, go thunder. thunder. Lax on, nice. nice Neely's nice. saying go big red. Neely's saying that into opening day because they got to go to, I think, is it Wisconsin? They got to go, so, or no, they, I don't know, Ohio State? They got a big one opening day. But um, I'm not the host, so you're gonna have to check if. Uh, oh, so I'm not the, the host. I'm not the host. host. So yep, and there she is. She is in. <laughs> yes. So we have our guest is in. We're gonna bring our guest. You can introduce our guest. Absolutely. I'm gonna ask her the All question. Right, we're we're gonna is. ask her the question about the uh, the championship. Okay, there we go, Dina. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us. I'm gonna introduce. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. The, um, I'd like to introduce everyone to Dina Bargel. She is a um, teacher colleague of mine at uh, the Fairfield School System. She is a boxer extraordinaire, right? Dog lover. <laughs> but her, I think, most proud role is uh, mother. And she is mother of two beautiful children, one of which is a PV football player entering his senior year of high school. So welcome, Dina. Glad to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here with you guys. And you know what's crazy is I don't think I've seen you yet this school year. Have I? I have to see you on Zoom on All and on High School Sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That's Listen, it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay talking sports. I, I should have described you as my school, my sports soul sister in school because I'm always seeking you out to talk sports. <laughs> yeah. And I can't believe that Kurt may be more competitive than you. I, I, I don't think so. I'm going to I'm going to put you right on the spot right now. We're going off script. PV goes 6 and 0. They get okay. into this 2 plus plus 2 tournament whatever they are. They win that. Are they putting a banner in that building? No. Really? No. How can they do that? You're talking then then what about the previous years with those teams that didn't have to come up against COVID? that played an entire season with more games, fought to the end, can't do that. 
So well you're spoke. joining with Jen. Well spoken. Well spoken. By the way, jo our guy Johnny Beelan saying the best tag team tandem hosting right here. So <laughs> thank you, Mr. Beelan. Thank you. All right, so guys, you could you could. Uh... All right, so um, you know, Dina, we talked about having like um, from a student athlete's perspective, the coach's perspective, an athletic director's perspective, and I feel like as a parent, you can provide a unique perspective on um, you know watching your son enter his senior season in this this unique uh, and unprecedented scenario. So, you know, you've seen how hard he's worked. It's his senior year. Like, what are your, um, I don't know, mixed emotions? Like, how would you describe in this pandemic, you know, how you're feeling about him entering his senior season? Um, I feel like every day I'm on my toes right now. Um, but I have faith that that all his hard work and all our athletes' hard work um, will not go unnoticed. Um, I think that this is just a little bump in the road. Yes, we didn't plan for this. Their coaches didn't plan for this. Our athletic director didn't plan for this, but it's gonna make them stronger. It's gonna definitely build some character. Um, and they're, they're still pushing forward. They haven't skipped a beat. Um, the camaraderie on this team and the, the gel that they have together is something amazing. You know, I have to tell you that um, I know I texted you when we had your son and his two teammates on that night, and they were, like, in the room a little before, and just what nice kids and that camaraderie that you talk about is so evident, like, just yeah. in the first few minutes that you meet yeah. them, you know, and that is something that I have always felt transfers onto the field. And I love seeing his videos, yeah. like, his workout videos, I, like, all over Facebook, but he's in the gym and, and stuff like that. Those, so. those kids and what they talked about working so hard, the lessons they've already learned, like... Obviously, yeah. I want all kids and student athletes to be able to play. But yeah. when you meet kids like that, like I want for them, oh, they were so super badly, excited, so you know, badly to you know have this opportunity this season because I know how much it means to them. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, there's always that little bit of sadness or we're missing out or you know. But I think even with you know, the rest of the parents, we try and keep them upbeat. We try and keep them positive. Um, they're coaches. I am so thankful that we have the coaches that we have at Passaic Valley um, with the football team, with our cheerleading team, that they are so positive with these, these kids. They don't let them get down. They are constantly lifting them up. And that's, I think, some of the things that keeps them going. That's great. Nice. All right. I, I have a question, and um, we're going to put you on the spot here. We're going to, again, we're going to, no, 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 but, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's just, all right. in, in all honesty, in all honesty, like, how concerned do you as, a, again, like Jen said, we've talked with athletic directors and players, and players are, listen, we're invincible, and we're going to play no matter what. But as a parent, like, are, are you know, of course, overall, you're concerned, but, I guess as a just speaking as a parent, you know, games start what? Ne uh, well, you're supposed to. Were you guys supposed to start next week too? Was that supposed so? To be yeah, week? we were supposed to start. Unfortunately, we had um, some positive COVID cases, shut us down for two weeks. 
Um, however, our guys hit the field today. Oh, the awesome. ones that could hit the field today, hit the field today. Um, and that was because we had, you know, our athletic director behind us um, and or behind those those players and those coaches. So, so I guess my question is, you know, you're a football parent, so of course, I mean, listen, I know when my mother would, when I would play, my mother would be like hiding in a tree and she was so nervous about playing. But so, of course, you're going to have nerves. Are you any more nervous now because of the situation going on than you normally would? No. Um, I, who knows, Kurt? Maybe it's because two ACL reconstructive right. surgeries. And I'm like, what's COVID? <laughs> right, you know, right. um, I'm going to be, it, the only thing that I'm praying for is that we can have fans. Um, I'm not any bit more nervous. Um, we have a motto in our home that it's faith over fear. We awesome. know we're healthy. We know we do what we need to do to stay healthy and safe. And when it comes down to it, if we want to play, we have to make sure we do what we're asked to do and what we know we yep. need to be doing. Yep. You know, keeping our distance, following the rules, masks on. Um, we, we went through our phases the way we needed to. Did we have a delay? Yeah, we did. Um, but that's okay because if that delay is going to ensure that our guys are on that field having a season, I'll take that delay. Yeah, it kind of touches upon what we were, you know, two things you said there, like the one about doing the right thing, you know, what's in your control to make it happen, you know, and, um, you know, being thankful that in whatever, even if there's a hiccup here or there, you know what, we're going to get yeah. back on track and we're going to resume and we're still going to get to play. So that's, I mean, I know we were, we were talking about that mm -hmm. a, a little bit earlier. You mentioned the fans. Is there, um, you know, we've heard different things at different schools. Is there anything at PV that they're tossing around or they're leaning towards right now that you're aware of? Um, the last I heard, it was max 500 fans. Okay. Um, now with that comes the spacing, mm -hmm. um, and then I believe I could be wrong, but I believe the home team gets to decide how many hometown fans versus how many away fans. Okay. Um, and a possibility I think of providing tickets maybe to our players and cheerleaders don't quote me on that okay. though because i'm not quite sure i, I was going to ask you that as a follow-up question you know 500 when you start to break it down like you said i didn't even think of home and away right you know right i, I know i didn't think that <laughs> you know, either you think you're thinking of the home team i guess team. you got to think about the other team but uh and yeah. Then, yeah i guess so <laughs> and then uh i was thinking gosh you go through the roster right and those kids family members should have first you know dibs right yeah first right of uh you know being yeah. there mm -hmm. so I mean, 500 yeah. goes pretty quick, you know? Yeah. 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 I have a, Mike, a next question is, I know what was big with playing and obviously coaching the past 
couple years was like, you know, pregame dinners and stuff like that. How is that going to affect? Uh, is there any word on anything? Because that, that's big, you know, team com- uh, commodity. I can't even say the word. Commodity. Um, but, you know, and, and, and parents like yourself who are involved, you know, it, it's it's special for you guys. You know, it's special for the coaches. It's special for, obviously, the, the players. So is there any word on, like, what would happen with that? Like, you guys have any plans on anything like that? So PV tradition and PV history, um, we have a group of parents on our parent association, our football cheer association. And we usually make sauce and meatballs and sausage and pasta and garlic bread and everything. And Can we're you invite in all in our high school sports. <laughs> <laughs> you could call, you, yeah, you could have came. There you go. We're in. Um, so the, the night before our home games, we usually get in there in the Passaic Valley cafeteria and the school lets us use the cafeteria and all the players and all the football players are in there eating and talking and, and just being with each other before the game. Well, unfortunately, that's not something that's going to happen this year. Um, However, in order to be on that field to play, we'll take that loss. Absolutely. We were saying that before. Because there's other ways that they can be together and gel prior to their game. I mean, thankfully, there's technology, there's Zoom. Mm -hmm. You know, they have their group chats. They're so close that there's a way that they'll overcome. We have a, a question. I'm not sure if you can answer this from uh, one of our listeners. They're they're asking if the capacity count includes players and coaches, or if that's just fans itself. That's fans. Just as far as we were told, the coaches and the players do not count into that that's 500. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So off topic a little bit. I have been enjoying um, chronicling your um, college visits on social media. So I was wondering if you could give a little update on um, Antonio and some of the schools he's been looking at and even how in, you know, this pandemic that the recruiting process and your official visits have have had to be altered a little bit. Yeah. So I, I feel like I'm a single mother. Because all our college visits are based on a two-person minimum, or they have been based on a two-person minimum. Um, We've been to Albright. There's been, first we went virtual with our college visits, which we did all through the summer, which was great. Um, So Gettysburg that way, um, Avernia, um, but towards the end of the summer, we were able to go see Albright up in Reading, PA. Oh, nice. Very nice. Um, that was really nice. We were able to sit down and meet with, uh, the coach and, um, see the campus and get to, get to ask questions and everything like that. And we have some upcoming visits now, um, which brought us up to a three person uh visit so (laughs) yeah they upped it so now i can at least have my husband come along with us um 
but Albright and Wilkes, because we went to go see them in the summer, they were a two person. Okay. So it was uh, AT and myself. Um, which is, I mean, hey, listen, it's nice because it's more mommy-son bonding time. <laughs> I'm totally fine with that, especially when it has to do with sports. Um, and then we have uh, Lycoming coming up, Misericordia, and Kings. That is awesome. Nice, nice list. Very nice list. Yeah. That's exciting. I have Very another food. question about game uh, game day. Um, what are they going to do? And again, it's probably like a crazy little question, but I, I was reading this on the professional level of how they're going to handle concession stands and restrooms and stuff like that. Like, are they going to have a concession stand open? Did you guys hear anything about that? No concession stand for us at PV. I don't know what... And, and it's sad, too, in a way, because our con concession stand is run by our varsity club. So like a the kids yeah. Yeah. that are in that club are in that concession stand. I love seeing their faces going over and whether I'm getting a Gatorade or a hot dog or whatever. Um, so unfortunately, that's not going to happen. Um, and I don't know what the other teams are right so that's doing. pretty much a school by school decision is from what you know of like some school a, a school may open it yeah right now yeah i think so okay all right ready for a little rapid yeah fire let's get into a little Dina. rapid all fire right, this is a part where we just do some quick questions they're some are you know fun funny and some are uh, <laughs> you know gonna tap into your uh your allegiances in some mm -hmm. of your sports teams. So Kurt's going to start us off. <laughs> All right, I'll start with one I always give the athletes. Nike, Adidas, or Under Armour? Ooh. I'll go with Adidas. Ooh, all right. I'm with, oh. <laughs> Me too. I switched. I was Nike. I'm now an Adidas person. Yeah, I, I had I a stray away from Nike. <laughs> Probably the same reason, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'm just picky, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You, you have no idea how picky I am. More well, you talk about allegiance and, and, and loyalty. Uh, our uniforms at Passaic Valley, there are a lot of Adidas. So. Oh, nice. Oh, there you go. Nice. nice. That was one of the reasons why I switched. <laughs> All right. Duncan or Starbucks? Ah. How about Wawa? No, oh, nice. <laughs> I might have to start to add that. Yeah. yeah. That's and a nice one. And actually, by us at school, it's really like Manhattan Bagel, Manhattan. Wawa, or Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your game day gear? And I mean PV game day gear. We're going to get into your other game day gear in a little bit, but Antonio's jersey, a hoodie, something else. Usually I have on... Um, Anything that says PV, mom, football player, that has his number. I'm usually in my um, Passaic Valley Hornets football sweatshirt, black hoodie, <laughs> green letters. and Never, never, a never his jersey? Um, never his jersey only because I don't – I never asked about the rules. So I didn't want to ever wear his school uniform. And then get in trouble. Okay. But I have his button with his face on okay. it. Oh, nice. Very right nice. over my heart. Aww, there you go. There you course. go. <laughs> I'm, I should have, I think we did ask Antonio something similar to my question he was on, but I want to give you the chance to answer this. Describe your cheering style. <laughs> I knew this was going to be good. <laughs> Loud, obnoxious. 
Um, sometimes I even have um, possible parent come over to me and say, oh, you can't say that. And it's just, it's my just my natural coaching. Like, I don't mean any disrespect to another player or even my son, but, you know, if you did something wrong, like, you should know about it. I love it. All right, I'm going uh, to... Usually, I'm usually pacing the sidelines <laughs> with um, one of one of my other parents that's pacing the sidelines with me. That's our quarterback's father. <laughs> um, and we usually talk back and forth and, you know... It, I'm constantly pacing. I don't sit. All right. I'm going off the script again to ask you this question. I'm going <laughs> to buckle up on hers. And you got to be honest and don't worry. The coaching staff's not watching it. So they're not going to worry about this. It's All fourth right. and one. They go play action pass. It's incomplete. Are you going, why didn't you just run the damn ball? <laughs> Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah, right. I'm asking them why didn't hey, they stop just, run the, the, just yes. run the ball? Come on, terrible call. That was a snapshot of you on the couch this weekend. Yeah, running the ball. Seriously. Yeah, but that's great though. That's yeah. great. Keep them on their toes. Well, Dina knows yep. their stuff Keep too, them on so, their toes. Yeah. Dina knows their stuff. That's it. So. <laughs> All right, you're up. Oh, I'm up. Yep. I, All right, Coach Michael Kors or Kate Spade. This is, by the way, you're the first person that got this, that got asked this question on this show. The, you might, the you most might go down one day as a, as like a, a trivia question. I, I mean, uh, you're you're talking about this is the like the the little tomboy that's a 45 year old woman and still a tomboy. Um, Michael Kors. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, your favorite PV high school football memory. My favorite football PV high school memory. Um, there's so many. Um, my son even walking on to that field to play at PV is one of the best things that will stay in my mind forever. That's great. But I think... I think it's when he scored in Parsippany. Um, and then he had that block. He had a block. There's so many. This is, this is a difficult question. Um, yeah, just him being at PV, playing with these guys, like, and and our family history at PV. I was just going to say. comes from a long line of, of PV scholars and athletes you know and he's he has some pretty big shoes to fill and we're proud of him well i'm just gonna tell you this you, if we ask you this question in like three months you're probably gonna have to change it because these guys when they were on what was it a month two months ago they said they're running the table so it's gonna be when you say when they won the plus two and they went eight and oh that's just plan on that because they're saying they're going eight and oh and we believe, and we believe it. it. Yeah. So, you yeah, know. This, hey, listen, if there's a team to do it, this is the team that's, that's going to do that's it. That's it. Um, okay, my next one. Listen, I feel fear when I'm going to say this, but I'm also I'm down in the dumps because my Broncos are devastated by injuries. <laughs> it's an absolute disaster. Two people probably just got hurt, you know, going home tonight. So <laughs> my season, my season might be over in two weeks, but. <laughs> 
Ironically, you guys play each other. Yeah, we, which we play you <laughs> next yeah. uh, next Thursday night. Okay, next Someone's Thursday gonna night. Someone's going to get a win. By the way, my my nephew, my nephew, all he keeps saying is, "Are we going to the Bronco game?" He still thinks that we can go to the game. He doesn't still doesn't um, understand oh, it. So, but you know, I don't even know if he wants to go to that game. But you're a big Jet fan. Yeah. Okay, big time Jet fan. So I'm gonna ask you a two part question. The top, your top three Jet quarterbacks of all time. Uh, Ken O'Brien. Um, Chad Pennington. And Joe Namath. Okay. No Vinny, huh? Nah. Vinny, you know, Vinny came in and helped us out, but I'm going to just keep him there. All right. So, what, <laughs> so on this wall, by the way, there's some Jets memorabilia on this wall because in 1999, we beat you guys in the AFC championship. So, <laughs> so that's on that wall somewhere. But second, oh, by the way, I actually, um, just so you know, I um, played with and went to high school with Wayne Krebet. Ah, love Wayne. Yep. If there's anything about, like, dig deep and go after your dream. Absolutely. Absolutely. At Hofstra, he did not want to hear anybody tell him he wasn't big enough. He wasn't strong enough. You're right. You're right. He did what he needed to do to get where he wanted to be. And the craziest thing I'll always say, because I was in the stadium, it was a Bronco Jet game, is you had Keyshawn Johnson, the number one pick. And you had Wayne Krebet, just like you said, a walk-on, probably yeah. on the depth chart, number 10. And I'm t- I swear to God, there had to be 75% of that stadium wearing number 80 jerseys. It's a, It was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Like, you know. All right, so my second part of that Jet question. Next year, Sam Darnold or Trevor Lawrence from Clemson? Uh, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, me too. Listen. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. I have the, I have I have a major 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 man crush on Drew Locke. She can witness. <laughs> I would put Trevor Lawrence. He could even listen. Just give him the 16. What I think he's put him in Denver. I want Trevor Lawrence too. Yeah. Got to all right, my, my yeah. question for you, Dean, is a two-parter also, but we're going to shift to UNC basketball. <laughs> your other oh, love, we got to get her to make, we got to get her to reading uh, Delahanty's blogs. Oh, that's right. One of um, Kurt's friends who does a podcast, he actually just started uh, writing for UNC Tar Heel basketball. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you need to share that with I me. I will. I definitely will. Yep. Remind me. That's a good I will. idea. Yep. So, totally. I'd um, love that. So I want your 2020-2021 outlook. Like, are you excited? I know last year was a little disappointing, even though Cole Anthony, you know, and the year before that was so strong. Is it a bounce-back year? I know they're they're touted to be pretty good. What do you think? Are they bounce back? I think, I think we have a shot. Yeah, I think they bounce back. And then my follow-up question is, and this is the biggie, do they beat Duke? Oh, come on. We always got a root for them to be Duke. Hell yeah. All I know is what were you going through? Because Jen and I went out to um, Red Robin last year and we're watching and it's North Carolina was up by what? Like 18, 19. And then, then, oh my God, Duke tied it and won it. How the hell that happened? Yep. Torture. Torture. I, I don't know if I told you, we've seen UNC play Duke how many times? Twice. Right? Yeah, we did yeah. live. Just uh, the ACC tournament, we had tickets. Have you ever seen UNC versus Duke? 
No. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was yeah. That's a dream of mine. Yeah, I would love to. Oh, I'm sure you'd love to see them at UNC. I'd love to see them. Yeah. You know, at one of those home courts. But it was, it was, it was cool to see that that game. Yeah. I'm also a diehard, diehard New York Knicks fan. So real quick, again, I've been going off script all night tonight. <laughs> but what's your thoughts That's on? That's right. That's right. Because I'm big. I am a Cole Anthony fan. I really am. What do you think of Cole Anthony in the NBA? Uh, listen, he's got to go, he's got to go up against some big names and big players. If he works hard and puts in the time, he can do it. But I think he's got that mentality. You know, I think he could handle New York. I really do. Like just from watching him this one year, I mean, he took a lot of like criticism and, you know, oh, they, you know, they had a bad year and you were the leader and but I like him. I mean, I would take a shot at him. Doesn't it sound a little crazy? I always felt like he was, I, I don't think I've ever said this before, a guy who's better suited for the NBA than college. Yeah. Yeah, I know that sounds yeah. strange, but I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like he'll kind of, yeah, I could be wrong, but, you know, I hope I he think does he can well. do it in. Yeah. I think he can do it in New York. I like that. That's right. I like. Yeah. All right. Super Bowl champ. Ooh. <laughs> well, I would love to say the Jets, but definitely not the Jets. But seeing Mahomes play with Kansas City, I think we may see Kansas City there. Listen, he is just, and listen, he's my problem because he's in Denver's division. I'm going to deal with him for another 13, 14 years. But just watching him last Sunday, I mean, he was making plays against San Diego. Just no one else can make that play. Yeah. You know, he's just that good. So I yeah. agree with you. You know, I was on New Orleans and I'm still going to, I'm going to stick with my team. I'm going to say stick with not my team, my pick of New Orleans, but how can you go against Kansas City? I mean, yeah. he's the best player in football. Yeah, they're tough. All right, Dean, and our last question is going to end on a little more sentimental note, okay? You have the chance to address Antonio and his senior teammates the day before they embark on their first game of their final season. What are you telling them? <laughs> make it count. Nice. Dig deep, make it count, play together. You play for a team, you don't play for self. Nice. Very nice. Awesome. Good, 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 uh, good advice to them. Dina, thank you so much for coming on tonight. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Really appreciate it. I'd like to go on record that the best de Jets defense, you know, <laughs> is definitely that New York sack exchange. Yeah. What was that? 80, 83? Oh, 80, was it that? Okay. That was in the eighties. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this. Rex, would you, because I know, I, I've always said this, and you're my witness, mm -hmm. I, I was a Rex Ryan fan. Would you take Rex Ryan back? Yes. In a heartbeat. Yes, me too. In a heartbeat. You know what? Two back-to-back -back AFC Championship games with the Sanchez, right? What was his nickname? The Sanchez. Yeah. But, um, listen, I would take him back. Yeah. Hey, who he knows? Might, we might would, listen just, next week. Next Thursday might be a trip. The, the game for Trevor Lawrence between us two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go there, but it's reality. And listen, all my Drew Lock, he would come right off that wall for Tre only for Trevor, but he's coming right <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> nice knowing you, bud. <laughs> On, to On to the next. 
All right, Dina, best of luck this season. Please give our best to uh, Antonio and the yes. boys. Okay. I will. And, uh, and hopefully you. we'll we'll uh, we'll try to stop down. We'll definitely yeah, want to come see him and stuff definitely. like that. And get him on. Yeah, if we're allowed. Yeah. If if we're allowed. Get yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep you posted. Okay. I really, really love what you guys do. Oh, thank you. And thank I you. think it's great thank that you, you guys you. do this. Thank, thank you. you. And we hey, enjoy it. Wednesday nights, if you want to come on K and K and talk Jets, I mean <laughs> That's listen, we we all might be in mourning with our teams. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Dina. All right, Hoops, that was very good. Yep. Very good. So, um, going forward till next week. Yep, absolutely. We'll be back. All right. All right. Thank you guys for watching, and see you guys next week.